0: Of this story, as I was reading my Bible just now, I was reading in John chapter 14, and it's talking about how Jesus said, Have I but in verse 9, have I been among you all this time, and you do not know me, Philip? The one who has seen me has seen the Father, and it reminded me of this story. This story is about knowing your Father. So, this one is with the oldest three kids, I guess. I think everybody was born. Yeah, everyone would have been, all the kids would have been born. It was a time when Uncle Lance and Uncle Quinn were playing football in high school. And they were playing, and at that time, Pop-Pops was, well, he was a farmer, but he had a certain kind of machine to milk the cows called a robot. And even if he didn't have the robots then, he would have still been a little bit in a hurry to leave right whenever the game was over, and the thing is, a certain female child, that would be your mother, girls, she was walking around the football uh, area with her friends, with some of her friends, and that was fine, because she was allowed, she wasn't in trouble, but right towards the end, right before the, um, what is that? It's not a buzzer. I forget what they call it on a football field, but the really loud horn or something goes uh, when the game's over. Pop Pops and Mimi would walk around. It's like an oval around this thing. It's called a track that's around the football field. We walked around from the side we were sitting on to decide where the exit gate is because it was time to go or almost time to go. Well, uh, I think the younger kids were either with us or they were at home but your mama wasn't with us because she was walking around with her friends. Or maybe those kids were with us, I don't remember. But she was supposed to be with us, but she wasn't with us. But it's almost time for that big old loud horn to blow and time to hurry to the car because Pop-Pops wanted to get to the car before um, all the people started to leave the town because he didn't want to be stuck in the traffic. So she wasn't with us and pop Pop said to me, she better be here by the time we leave. And I said, well, I said, Pop-Pops, maybe she doesn't know. And he looked at me and he said, she knows. She lives with me every day. She works with me and talks with me every day. And she walks with me and learns from me. She knows who I am. She knows what I do. She knows how I work. And I thought, huh, I guess she does. He said, she doesn't need to be told because she knows me. She spends time with me every day. And he was right. Mimi didn't think about it that way. But because your mama spent time with her dad every day, she knew what he was like, what he wanted, what his rules were, what he talked about, what his goals were, what his plans were, how he functioned, that he would leave an event right when it was over, that he wouldn't dawdle about. Or even talk to people because he really didn't have time. Well, I thought about that a lot. and I don't even remember what your mama did, girls. I don't remember if she was there on time or not. Or if we had to wait for her or if she got in trouble. But what I remember was that how Pop Pops was acting and what he said to me about his daughter reminded me of how if we walk with God and we know God and we read his word and we listen to him we listen to the Holy Spirit every day, little by little. If we spend time with Him, we'll know what He's like too. And we'll know what His desires are, what His goals are, what His plans are, what He would do in a certain situation. Because we've spent time in His Word and we've spent time learning about Him. And He's spent time talking to us through His Word. Just like Pop-Pop spent time talking to His children. And that way His children, your mama... This situation knew, oh, at the end of this game, I need to be right near my dad because we're going to leave right away. So that's a reason why we should be spending more time with God every day so we know if we get in a situation and it's a little bit tricky or we want to do something wrong, we have to think, hmm, what would our Father God do in this situation? Oh, yeah, I know what he would do because I know him. I've spent time with him hope you enjoyed that story about pop-pops and your mama. I have a story I remember to tell you that I don't think I've told you before. And this one is about when we lived in a city called Gettysburg, and that's a city that's really famous for some a big battle when our country fought against itself. That's crazy, isn't it? It's called the Civil War. And that City, Gettysburg is famous for that. But when we lived there, uh, most of Mimi's family, my parents and brother and sister, nephews and so forth, lived far away. And so, at one time, they wanted to come and visit. But what happened was, Gigi my mom and Aunt Cheryl my sister came let me think did Aunt Cheryl come with Gigi she must have that sounds funny but I think that's what happened I have to look back at pictures and see but or ask other people you know how you remember something and someone else remembers it differently Well, this has been a long time ago. This was probably, I have to look at the picture too, but 2003 maybe, somewhere in there. And so what happened was they came out to visit, my mom and my sister, right? And they were visiting and Pop Pops was at the farm he worked at. And he called me one day, he called me, I think he gave me like 30 minutes or maybe an hour, maybe just 30 minutes heads up. But he said, and he only worked about a few miles away, not really close, like on the farm now, but a few miles away, but it took him about maybe 10 minutes to get home. And he said to me, Mimi, I'm coming home for breakfast. I'm as hungry as five men. I said, okay. That sounded really funny. What is he talking about? He's as hungry as five men. then a little while later, he came home all right, but he had the biggest surprise we'd had in a long time. And we were worried, worried almost about Gigi that she might almost have a heart attack because she was so scared and surprised. Maybe that's why Gigi doesn't like surprises till today. So I don't remember all the details, but basically my dad, Papa, right? My brother... Uncle John and Uncle Kenny and the two their two boys, Aunt Cheryl and Kenny's two boys, Daniel and Michael, all came. So that was basically the five men, right? One, two, three, four, five. They all came. And they came in. They pulled in the driveway. Then they went in the basement. And they came up the basement. So they walked up the basement steps into the dining room. And Gigi was in the dining room. I think I was in the kitchen or something. And she started going like this. See if I can copy it. She wasn't crying and she did it some more. Like that. Like a squeaking. Inhaling her breath noise. And she kept doing it because she was so surprised. She couldn't get over it. Because they traveled from so far away. Uncle John lived in Seattle, Washington at that time which is way across, all the way across the United States, basically to the other ocean, and we're almost to the Atlantic, and he basically lived on the Pacific. And, and then everybody else came from the Midwest, right, from Kansas. And so Gigi was just very upset for quite a while. She was so shocked. <laughs> I think that I was just excited. And I don't remember about the the kids. Um meaning that'd be your your mom girls now the ones that listen to the stories now and um all of our kids were there whoever was born it would have been five kids there yeah Mimi has a picture for that one I might have to make it the cover of this story we'll see so that was a pretty exciting time <laughs> and oh Pop Pops had been doing a lot of preparation he even even like, uh, cleaned out the sand mound in the backyard, the sis sewage system for all the guests coming. And I didn't even know. I never knew. It was pretty fun. This story I'll tell you is just a lot of stories about cats. So I think I told you before when Mimi was a little girl I had two cats and I told you a long story about my cat Motor who was gray and white Well, I also had another cat, Zakishi who was all white and her hair was longer and I have a picture of myself, of me with Zakishi in bed reading a book she had long white hair and she was skinnier than Motor, he was fat she was named after three ladies, one grown up mom Her name was Zelda. That starts with Z-E. And then her twin daughters, their names were Kelly and Shelly. they start with K-E and S-H-E. So I don't know if I named her that or one of my siblings did, but that was her name. And we got her when we lived in our greenhouse on the other side of town before we moved into the big, tall brown house. So those were our two cats. And those are the only cats I can remember us having ever and motor died when I was in college. My parents didn't even tell me. I just came home and he was gone. I was sad they hadn't told me. I don't remember when Zakishi died. And then at our house, after I grew up and married Pop Pops, we had two little kittens. We lived in Gettysburg and they were your mama's girls. And I'm trying to think of their names. Puff, they were named from the Dick and Jane books. You have to ask Mama. Puffin, and something. can't remember. And they were cute little kittens. And I think one of them actually got stuck up in a tree, which I don't think it happened to me before. And we had those in Gettysburg. Can't remember what happened to them, but your Mama probably remembers, so you can ask her. And she was a good kitten nurse, your Mama. She would take care of the sick kittens all the time. When one kitten got slammed in a door and its back legs wouldn't work, she brought it in our house and babied it and nursed it and took care of it. She was a good nurse, like Aunt Faith. And another kitten um, had a gash in its side, and it was full of bugs called maggots. That's really bad when that happens, and Mama cleaned it out and brought it up to the house. What was his name? I liked him very much. He was very smart and helpful, and he wasn't he wasn't too weird like some cats are just annoying to Mimi me anyway because I'm not very patient, but I can't remember his name right now. I bet Mama will remember his name too and then I went on a trip one fall, the first when he was first here. I came back and he had died, so I was pretty sad about that. And then, when Tia lived in the house with us, she brought in the cat named Midnight, and Midnight's sibling was Zeke. And one of your uncles was having a little bit of a hard time, so I, I thought, well, maybe we'll bring a cat into the house. Well, that was Mamie's fault. Because when Tia moved out, she took midnight. But Zeke is still here, and now we have two more cats. And now Mimi doesn't like them, and I need to work on not complaining about them. But they leave quite a few messes around. They get shut into the wrong places, or they think they have to go potty in the wrong place, or throw up. So Mimi's not very pleased about all those yucky messes. So anyway, that's our cats. You know, right now we have Gray Gray, who smells like he's dead. And looks kind of like that but he's still a very good mouser and I think he is and then we have Trace who of course has three feet and she I believe is a good mouser too but she doesn't prefer the litter box that means she goes potty where she wants right now she's been going potty in one bathroom shower I'm pretty sure that's her but she also has a habit of going on rugs And the kids say you can only pet her if she sits on a rug, which is just a little bit too crazy for Mimi. So she's not hardly ever upstairs, thankfully. And then, of course, we have Zeke, who everybody likes and even has his own Instagram page or whatever you call it. And Zeke isn't too bad. So, all right, there's our story. There's Mimi's story today about cats. say about the kids lance was allergic to cats but he liked them quinn liked cats so much that he would write down what he thought their genealogy was that means who was their dad their mom and what kids what kittens they had and what litter and so forth the family tree it's called and he would get in trouble for kissing cats on the mouth we had to have him stop that because that was really gross, because cats lick their bottoms, don't they? And he also read books about cats, as did a couple of the other kids. I think Corey did that too, books about cats. And everyone liked cats a good bit, I think. Pop Pops really likes cats, and just died recently he was pretty sad about but he really likes cats and swims in the barn he'll have two or three cats climbing all over him he doesn't mind he doesn't even mind if this one jumps on his back to get on him and that hurts he doesn't mind he's very compassionate and kind and when he comes in the house he greets the cats It says greets them by name there was something else I was going to tell you about everyone and cats but I forgot so there's some cat things for you so, Mimi wanted to tell you about some trips we took. When our kids were all small, we, a lot of times, would go to Chincoteague, um, what's Chincoteague and then the island called Assateague, and that is at the ocean, that's the beach, and you kids have been to the beach sometimes. Some of you, and some of you listening to this later, maybe haven't. But some of you live near the beach. You're, those kids are too little to listen to this right now. But anyway, um, we like to go to Shinkatique when you kids were, when our kids were small. And the first time we went, Mimi had had Aunt Cor. Not very long ago, Aunt Corcor was really little. She was only about let's see, one, two, three, maybe not even four months old, and um, your mama was two, and Mimi pop-pops had to work, and so Mimi drove down to the beach by herself, and another car was Nana and Pappy. Nana and Pappy had Uncle Lance and Uncle Quinn, and one or both of those boys got sick in the car and threw up, and then... Uh, your mommy, she wanted me to hold her hand all the way. So I just remember driving with one hand and having one hand back behind me holding her hand in her little car seat. She was about two. And Aunt Corcor, she slept about the whole way because she was a tiny baby, like I said. And when we got to the beach, um, we got down there. And I think I'm pretty sure it was Nana took your mama and ran her into the waves and your mama was so scared; she cried and cried because she didn't know what was happening. Nana was just excited to take her into the water, and she didn't mean anything bad by it. But your mama was scared and cried. And when we would go down there, we used to um, take you kids and, or our kids, in matching swimsuits because the first two um, boys, Uncle Lance and Uncle Quinn, we took in matching suits. And then, the, and then the girls, we took in matching suits because when we went down to the beach, there were a lot of times lots of people there. So Mimi thought it'd be a good idea, and Pop-Pops liked it too, that we could just look for one kind of swimsuit and it would help us keep track. But we would always try to go down to the beach when not as many people were there. We'd go in the early morning or we'd go in the late evening. We wouldn't go in the middle of the day when it was hotter because that was, that was too many people for us. Uh oh, we didn't prefer that. So I'll tell you some more about some trips and vacations here in just a moment. So I think I'll finish telling you about Shinkatique. Down at Chincoteague, there's there's a pony run, and there are books all about it that maybe you'll get to read or listen to soon, kids. They're really fun. called Misty of Chincoteague and some other things. Really fun stories about these wild horses that live down there. And a couple of times, some of our kids got to ride the ponies. So that was really fun. Some of the ponies that weren't wild, but they were at these little shops. You could ride them. And we got to see the wild ponies. That was exciting, too. We got to look at other wildlife and things that God had made. It was a fun time. The kids would usually want to buy hermit crabs if they could. And a hermit crab is a crab that hides in a uh, shell. And then when it grows and it's too big for its shell, it has to get out and find another shell to crawl into. Sort of like it's protecting um little house sort of like a snail or a turtle and sometimes the hermit crabs when we came home would crawl out of their shells or they'd, they'd get out of their cages and they'd crawl around the house sometimes they'd crawl out of their shell and look for a shell and they wouldn't have it so then they'd crawl out of their cage and then later we'd find a dried up dead hermit crab behind a couch or something so that was always a little bit crazy but Shinkati was a fun time and we went back there a lot of years one time even Gigi and Papa went with us so that was fun I was trying to think of one other thing to tell you about Schenke we tried not to get sunburns oh one year sometimes pops went with me and sometimes he didn't and one year he couldn't go because our employee Rosa had a broken arm and that was when your mama girls was about nine I think and eight or nine yeah And so Rosa went with us instead of Pop Pops. And Mimi thought she would be a good mom and take the kids for a um, ride on like a little motorcycle. They call them mopeds. So I went down to the store where you rented the mopeds. And the guy said, well, maybe you want to take it for a spin around the lot before you go ahead and drive it home. And I said, okay. I got it all rented and I tried to, I got on it in the parking lot. And boy, if Mimi couldn't ride that bike that little motorcycle. I couldn't ride it. It was too scary for me and it made me dizzy and I couldn't stay balanced. So (laughs) I had to get my money back and I had to go back to the hotel and tell the big boys that was Lance and Quinn at the time. And even your mama would have been ready for that, um, going on a ride with me or maybe Aunt Corcor. But I had to say, I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I couldn't rent that that little moped, because I couldn't drive it, and they were too young to drive it by themselves. But they understood, and usually Pop-Pop's got to go with us.